Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Toes. Happy Tuesday. Uh, shook that it's only Tuesday. Hey, Jax, are you feeling shook as well? I'm not as shook as you because I was acutely aware of the day of the twos, but I am shook for a few other reasons. One, Ooh. we're just the hair girls today. Yeah. La Turdia got a haircut and her hair is bouncing. You know what? It's so, you know, it's a huge part of, I think, growing up is realizing what you want in a haircut and just asking for it as opposed to like going home and crying, you know? Yeah. For me, when I get a haircut, it's like, I'll say what I want. And yes, in general, like, please follow what I say. But it's like, if you take off a little too much, like, I'm not complaining. Oh, for me, end of the world. Like, even if I don't like how it looks, I know it'll grow back. And it's like, it's fun to see myself with these different hair lengths. Like, as long as I'm feeling yes. myself otherwise, like, you know, if I'm if I'm feeling confident, maybe right now isn't the time to, like, chop off all my hair. But if I'm feeling myself, like, I feel like you're feeling yourself. Like, I am. You know what, McClure? Do your worst. I got a great haircut, I just want to say. And if anybody is feeling inspired by my haircut, this is what I asked for. And I feel like it took me a while to figure out, like, what the right thing to ask for was. My hair had gotten a little long, but the length didn't bother me. So I said, for the length, just a trim. I think I did, like, two inches. Just the dead. Nothing crazy. But I wanted, like, lots of layers. So my slut strands are now, like, you know banging they're really short I have lots of movement all my hair is different lengths but the overall length of my hair is still I have still have long hair yeah that's what I say too I say cut the dead I used to be like leave the dead I just want the length oh and they and then they would cut the dead because what hairdresser is going to leave you with split ends and that's when I would be disappointed honestly so now I say cut the dead because we just want the hair to bounce I don't need it to be down to my butt crack Cut the dead, add layers. Layers. So by the way, I have kept that mentality with my nails. Like when I get my nails done, they're like, do you want to cut? This nail's broken. This one's uneven. I'm like, no, keep the length. Like my my goal is to always have long nails. And like when I get a manicure, I'll have two long nails, two stubs, one That's broken one. so funny. Yeah, I used to do that too. And then like I would post a picture of my manicure on Instagram and people would reply like, your nails are all different lengths. No, people would be like, is your index finger okay? And I would just be like, I didn't know that was a problem until you mentioned it. Yeah, and I'm not letting the haters get me down. Like, I love my uneven nails, you know, because I still got, I got, you know, a really long ring finger right now. Um, I've recently, for the past few years, been on a stage where it's like, one nail is broken, cut them all. That's the healthy thing to do, and that's the mature thing to do, but I ain't that mature. Yeah. So the hair is herring, and- So it's yours. Thank you. I am coming on here with my headband situation. I don't know how it's going to look with the headphones, but we're trying new things, you know? Like, we are. You'll never know if you don't try. It looks good in person without headphones. Like, we'll see what's going on on the screen. But either way, it'll be an exciting change of pace. We're just experimenting with our looks recently, you know? Are we? You're never experimenting with your looks. One thing about me is I'm not experimental. No, but we're both wearing our hearts on our chest today because we both are wearing sweaters with big chest symbols. symbols. <laughs> Mine has a heart on it because I'm giving love. I'm receiving love. I'm in my loving era. Yours has a bear on it. What does that mean to you? Because I'm just as sweet and cuddly as a teddy bear. I wouldn't say cuddly, but I'd say sweet. Depends on the person. No, like you're, except Harry, like you're not cuddly. And brew. Actually, I would say you're more cuddly with brew. Because Brew loves to cuddle. Harry, you know, is constantly wiggling and worming. So independent. So he just wants to, like, play. 
Can I tell you something like kind of embarrassing that happened to me this morning? Sure. So I live very close to my studio. And during the spring, you know, fall seasons, I usually walk. It's so cold in New York. It's been like raining all week. I was running late and I'm just like fatigued, you know? So I took an Uber, okay? Now, I'm not going to underestimate how frequently I take the Uber to work. I do when I could walk. But today I get in the car and the driver was like, do you take this ride every morning? And I'm like, no. I'm like, just like on days when it's like really cold or raining. He's like, oh, okay. And then he pulled up and he was like, I'm like, oh, right here is good. He's like, oh, you don't want me to make the U-turn? I'm like, have you driven me before? He's like, yeah, like three times. Like you always, I like lied to him that I never take the Uber in the beginning. And he's like, no, I literally drive you every day. He must wow. live near me or something. Yeah. When I used to be on the same route every day in New York, I did have the same driver, a few different drivers a couple times. No, it's embarrassing when like your commute is so short and like you're still opting to take an Uber because you're so fucking lazy. Yeah. Um, I'm really, it's like, that's definitely one of my resolutions is to be better with the walking, but I have to carry my laptop. It's so heavy. I need to get a backpack or like, honestly, a suitcase. Or an Air Max. What are those thin ones called? A Ma- uh, MacBook Air. Well, I will say I do have a MacBook Air at the studio. That's what I'm using to talk to you right now. But I don't use it for our post-production because MacBook Airs. Have like, no I don't, storage. I don't believe, honestly, in MacBook Airs. I, I don't believe in the Air brand. And you know what? Yesterday when I went to get my iPad for our Greta approved green initiative, she was like, which one do you want? And I was like, I don't know. The air is really light, but I just feel like air is like fraudulent. And she, she like didn't disagree. She was like, yeah, like kind of, you know, like. yeah. If you want to download files, like definitely for our line of work, you can't have an air computer for the iPad. The only thing you would ever be downloading is like shows when you're traveling, mm-hmm. but still. No, I just, I don't know if it's like a conspiracy theory of mine or there's any proof, but like, I do not fuck with the air brand. Okay. She said what she I said. I said what I said. So, I don't know what we were talking about, but we're done talking about it. Yeah, we are. My <laughs> Uber driver. Um, and That's a good segue. Yeah. That's yeah, a great I don't, segue. I don't have much to catch up with you on. I, I just had like a busy day. I want to know how your book club was. <sighs> Titillating titillating tell me everything start from the beginning and what are we reading next month we haven't chose yet because like i feel like we don't want to rush you know like we want the book the book to choose us um so we read in five years i was raving about it on the toast like two weeks ago or a week ago you have literally no concept i know i know you call everything three to four months ago when it was either eight months ago or last week so it was last week right yes I loved this book <laughs> so much. I was so excited to like go and talk about it. A lot of the people in the book club did not like it. Yeah, that's what we I experienced will, at the Redheads. I will say though, upon to- so we did like um, our stars at the beginning, like what rating we gave it. And then we also did stars at the end. And a lot of people like found that through the discourse of the book and like finding deeper meaning, their rates went up. Wow, you're kind of shaking up the book club mold, stars at the beginning and stars at the end. Because you know what? I actually, like, there were certain things in the book that really spoke to me, especially because, like, I'm always interested in reading about people who, like, have experienced grief. And the girl in the book has experienced two major moments of grief. One was a sibling she lost extremely suddenly. And the second was, like, a best friend slash almost sister who had like a very slow illness and you have to watch the person unravel. And I feel like that's like the two types of deaths. And I feel like whenever like we talk to people or I talk to people about our dad passing away, they're always like, you know, well, at least he wasn't sick for a long time. It's like you find solace. And then people who are experiencing grief with somebody who's like going through an illness and dying slowly, they always say, well, at least you have a chance to say goodbye. Like there's pros, like I feel like we're always comparing those two different types of death. Yeah. And you know what? The book brought me a lot of peace because I think experiencing someone, you know, slowly dying over an illness and having to grapple with their death for months, I think it's 100% worse. Like, and now I feel, I feel at peace with the grief that we had to experience as kids, honestly. Wow, you're really extrapolating a lot of meaning from this book. I was, and actually a lot of my friends in the um, book club have experienced grief, and I think like talking through it actually made them like the book more. Wow. So I think I was changing hearts and minds. I was like, the book club wasn't ready for me in my sermon. No, they were not. But you should tell your friends to listen to the redheads if they didn't like the book because they'll find a lot of like-minded. 
Yes, I will. There. Don't worry, I'm constantly at my book club spreading the good word of the redheads, TRBC. Oh my God, thank you. So what's the vibe for the next one? I know you I guys don't know. like, don't, you probably don't want to do like another romance. Romance, no. We don't know. Like, we honestly, we were having such a good conversation. Oh. We didn't even get to talk about the next month's book. You know what you should add to your list? It's like, mm. it's technically serious, but it's an easy read. The Midnight Library. That was suggested. That is what you should read. That was suggested as well. So And it's short. It was, um, it was gorgeous. It was really, you know, I love book club. Like, it's good, sober fun. I've been trying to tell you. Latter. You have. Lattered. No, I don't worry. Like I know, I'm watching Dope Sick next week. Like, don't worry. <laughs> um, what'd you get into last night? What did Harry say about me? Not much. Oh, he was missing you, but you were on the awesome. FaceTime with him doing your Miss Rachel thing. I um, was. I'm literally Miss Cloudy for littles. Like, yeah, you should put together a video. The way I could put a smile on these kids' faces, it's not normal. You should do a video of you singing and talking and like maybe film it's a Patreon. Yeah, film it in the studio, just like Miss Rach. Like, what does she have that you don't have? Nothing. Overalls. Go get them. Amazon.com. And you have to, like, find what your, like, look is, what your mm-hmm. fit. I think the big heart, honestly, is perfect. I think the sweater is perfection. It's perfection for the littles. And just, like, do your thing. I know. I don't, like, love, like, all the littles, though. Like, just my own, you know? You're not a camper file. No, I'm like a, I'm like a, if I'm related to you, I love you. If I don't know you, like, get away. All get away? Some are cute, super cute. Yeah, I just like this love and like obsession I have in my heart with the nibblings. Like, I don't think that applies to children in okay, general. Okay, so just pretend like you're talking to your nibblings. Yeah. And okay. then we can export that love to others. Export it. Export it. Exporting littles. Yes, so we had a fun, quiet night here, and then I just read, I went to bed really early, but I read, I was reading Hillbilly Yeah, Elegy I called still. you. You did? Yeah, I wanted to tell you about my book club. Shit, I didn't even see the missed call. It was I, like 10, 15, I'm like, is this bitch sleeping? I was, I, I was already asleep. So nice. Yeah, it was nice, uh, and I, my book put me to sleep, thanks Hillbilly Elegy. Um, also, it's a big day here at the Toast, Oscar noms. Yes. Noms are out. Nom, nom, nom. We Lots of thoughts. We actually have a lot. All the stories today are really like celeb news, you know, like. No tea. human interest. No human interest. No crime. No sports. Nothing freaky deaky. It's just like really celeb gossip. Well, that's our bread and butter. Literally. <laughs> and I'm excited to dive in. I really am. Okay. So without further ado, here are the past five stories that you need to know. That's true. And today's episode is brought to you by the one, the only, Bowl and Branch. All right, you guys, if you're spending the winter season, however you're spending the winter season, make sure you're getting your best sleep with a set of buttery soft sheets from Bowl and Branch. Made with the softest 100% organic cotton that you've ever felt, it is the kind of quality that you will feel immediately immediately okay so Jackie and I have been raving about Bowl and Branch long before they've been sponsors our entire home all of our sheets are Bowl and Branch pillowcases duvet seats duvet sets fitted sheets flat sheets throw blankets they've got everything from like the staples to accessories it's really good quality it's a great investment in your home um my guest room at Jackie's house has Bowl and Branch which is why I can spend weeks on end there completely uninterrupted um we both have the signature hemmed sheets that's their best seller at Bowl and Branch they use the highest quality threads on earth they're made from slow grown organic cotton they have a superior softness they're buttery to the touch super breathable so they're great year-round whether it's the cooler months or the warmer months they're loved by millions of sleepers they have tons of reviews like over 10,000 raved reviews and they've been loved by three U.S. presidents and two Peabody award-winning morning show hosts so that's pretty good and one shorty award winner and a shorty award winner yeah and one gift of life recipient of award i won that award award recipient yeah award recipient so make the most of your bedtime with the bowl and branch sheets get 15 percent off your first set of sheets when you use promo code toast at bowlandbranch.com that's bowlandbranch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com promo code toast Today's episode is also brought to you by Noom. When we decide to lose weight, it's usually not just about the number on the scale. 
whatever your reason is for wanting to lose weight, whether that's, you know, just feeling better, fitting into your clothes, anything, Noom Weight is ready to help. Noom Weight is different because they use psychology to help you understand your eating habits and learn how to make healthier choices every day. So if you're eating because you're bored or you just can't pass up food when it's free, don't stress. Noom Weight can help you break that cycle and change your habits for good. One of my favorite things about Noom is their psychology-based approach because so much about weight and eating and your habits is psychological. It's just like how you're wired. And to unlearn a lot of the things that you know, like for me, eating when I'm bored or just like mindlessly snacking when I'm watching TV is so like a core part of who I am. And Noom helps unravel that. So their program uses psychology, they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you're craving what you're craving. They've helped more than four and a half million people lose weight. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons that you get from Noom are going to be personalized towards you and your goals. So the scientific principles like cognitive behavioral therapy are going to help you understand your personal relationship with food. The program is super flexible because it focuses on progress, not perfection. So if you slip up, it's okay. You don't have to give up anything. Like if you love carbs, don't worry. You can still eat carbs. If you're having cravings, they can help you lose the weight while still enjoying your favorite food. So stay focused on what's important to you with Noom Weight's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash toast. That's N-O-O-M.com slash toast to sign up for your trial today. And check out their first book ever. It's called The Noom Mindset. It's a deep dive into the psychology of behavioral change. It's available to buy now wherever books are sold. Maybe for your next book club. 100%. 100%. Okay. 100%. Don't let them forget. I feel like this might be a good time to remind some of our new listeners. I have two songs out. One is called Toast and one is called 100%. And they're both just like bops. Like you they're see not my the mug? best songs you'll ever hear, but they're really good. You see my mug? Always you supporting. See my, you see my phone case? 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Okay, our first story, Oscar noms came out this morning at the crack of dawn, and here are the nominees in the big categories. First, Best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking. Ooh, sounds dreadful. Um... <laughs> Yikes. So I haven't seen like any of the movies except for Top Gun and Elvis. And I don't think either of those are going to win, nor do I really think that they deserve to. Um, I've heard that Triangle of Sadness is amazing. I've heard Everything Everywhere All at Once is so good. So maybe I'll see them. But I don't know. I'm just like, I'm not an Oscar girly. I'm not really like a feature film girly. Okay, neither am I. But I had a revelation recently because you know how I was saying that when I watch TV shows, like I get too addicted and then it's it's sucks all my time and like Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about it any free time that I have like I'm not gonna do anything productive I'm just gonna turn on the tv I kind of think I should start watching movies more because then it's over like when I watch the sound of music I broke it up into two nights and then Mm -hmm. it was over and like what am I gonna be addicted to like reading about Christopher Plummer online not me not ever I feel like you actually are I've been seeing your Instagram I am because I've been seeing some conflicting stuff um well actually I agree that um that would be great for you. So I, I think I'm going to watch as many of these movies as are on demand. Like I want to watch. I still haven't seen Top Gun. I was actually thinking last night like I should treat myself. Oh my God. It's such a delight. Like a little popcorn. A hundred percent. Okay. I'm going to do that. I think I'll see. Um, I'll watch the trailers for everything. So I don't even know what some of this stuff is about. But I, um, I've heard really good things about everything everywhere all at once. The Banshees of Inishirin is on every single like list. So I yeah. like... But then, you know, what's going to happen is I'm going to watch something so terrible that I'm going to say this whole enterprise is a waste. You're going to say for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. And I really want to see The Whale, but I don't think it's streaming yet. No, it's not. But I, it is on my list of things to do. And Taylor Strecker said she wanted to see it with me. So like I'll have a day night at the movies with Taylor. So cute. So yeah, I don't have a horse in this race yet. I only have two. I have two horses in two separate races. And, like, it makes me think back to, like, two years ago when we were doing whatever award shows, Golden Globes, whatever, and, like, Dope Sick was nominated, and I wasn't there, like, saying Dope Sick, she winks. I didn't see it. So who am I to say? That was very uh, me thing of you to do. Which is what? To, like, not watch Dope Sick two years ago, watch it now. But, like, it I'm wasn't like I was you. protesting. There was I'm so rubbing much- off on you. Okay. I'm just saying, like, maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on this if I haven't seen every movie. 
Obviously. I know. Darn I don't have an opinion. I only have one. I only have two opinions and I'll tell you them when I get there. Best actor. Austin Butler. Elvis. Colin Farrell. The Banshees of Inishirin. Brendan Fraser. The Whale. Woo woo! Paul Mezcal. After Sun. Bill huh. Nighy. Living. Not Bill Nye. Not Bill Nye. No. Okay. Um, obviously Brendan Fraser absolutely has to win this. It will be the greatest ending to the biggest comeback in Hollywood history. I'm so happy for him. Honestly, even just getting the Oscar nomination is huge. So like he really has won. Um, but it, like, I just, I can imagine the room if he wins. I feel like everyone is rooting for him. Like it honestly sucks to be anyone else in this category. Yeah. You know what I feel like I've noticed is a trend in this year's award cycle, which I'm loving. It's like these actors who kind of fell off the map for a little bit, having a resurgence. So it's like Brendan Fraser, Jennifer Coolidge, and Ki Hai Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once. And all of their speeches when they won were like, you know, I thought Viral. it was over for me. Like I, for Ki Hai Kwan, he had been like a child actor and then like nothing since. And mm-hmm. the director of Everywhere, Everything Everywhere All at Once like gave him this opportunity. And like same for Jennifer Coolidge, as she said, yeah. like she wasn't working. And like Brendan Fraser was on the outs with Hollywood. And like, they're so grateful and they know what it is to work and they know what it is to not work. And then to like so come true. back at this level, like this is a trend I'm loving seeing like justice for the elders. I chills. I love the way you just described that. It's so true. Like I feel like for many years, it's like the same people winning the same awards and it gets like kind of monotonous and, and it's like, and who's boring. the youngest? Who's the freshest? Like, yeah, it's, it's always like the next, 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 but we're never like going backwards. And like, what about all these established people who are so talented and would love mm-hmm. any opportunity to work and have been like waiting for their turn? So true. So I, I'm so rooting for Brendan Fraser here. Like I will be so happy. I haven't even seen the movie, but I have heard it is incredible and he is like heartbreakingly amazing in it. I'm going to see it. It is my one job before the the award show. Yes, like we need to see it. He's going to be amazing. But like I want that speech from him. Because like you know there's going to be tears. Unless you sneezed on it, it's true. Thank you. But I think the whole room is just going to be like if. The whole room is going to be on their feet. Yeah. And if he doesn't win, like. I'm out. Throw it away. No, the only acceptable person is Kihai Kwan because he's so cute. He's in Best Supporting, so we can support oh. everyone. Oh, okay, okay. Best act- So that's my, first, that's my first horse in this race. Okay, Best Actress. Kate Blanchett, Tar, Anna de Armas, Blonde, Andrea sure. Riseborough, To Leslie, Michelle Williams, The Fablemans, Michelle Yeoh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I'm kind of obsessed with Michelle Yeoh. Like, honestly, I'm choosing her. I'm going to watch that movie for my movie nights. Yeah, you know what? That's actually a movie. The Taylors, I was with them on Sunday. They were like, you have to, they were like screaming at me. Like, you have to oh, see really? it. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, I need it to become, come personally recommended from someone. Like, not from the Academy, who I have like nothing in common with. Like, so true. from like people who I have common interests with. Like, what do you think? Will well, your girl like it? Yeah, the Taylors loved it. And they also loved the menu. But I don't see that nominated anywhere. Me neither. But I've heard about, I think, um... Anya Taylor-Joy is in it. So she's a joy to watch in anything. She's an Anya Taylor-Joy to watch. Yeah, so I would watch that too. But not if it's not nominated. It's not part of my homework. 100%. (laughs) Best Supporting Actor. Brendan Gleeson, The Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry, Causeway, Judd Hirsch, The Fablemans, Barry Keohan, The Banshees of Inishirin, Kihai Kwan, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Kihai Kwan. Yep. That's my vote. Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Hong Chow, The Whale, Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Stephanie Sue, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I don't care. I don't care. And a snub here is Sadie Sink in The Whale. (gasps) Oh my God. Well, I don't know if she was any good, but I imagine she was dazzling. We all saw her not too well. It's so and she true. Didn't and I just speak. saw her. She didn't even speak. And I just, I just saw her at the Chanel Paris Week Fashion Week show. She's like, there's like three it girls of Chanel this year. It's Lucy Boynton, Sadie Sink, and get this, Apple Martin, Gwyneth's daughter. She's like making her coming out debut as a Chanel girl. Okay, I just saw a photo of her. Mm-hmm. I guess I hadn't seen one recently. Striking. No, it's like actually not fair. Like it's it's like the world. That's how you know the world isn't fair because Apple Martin. She's super young. That's literally how she was born to look. You know, that's yeah. that's her natural look. Her mom is Gwyneth Paltrow. Her dad is Coldplay. She looks like that, and it ain't fucking fair. Yeah, it ain't right. 
But you don't know, you know, what she's going through. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But she, it ain't fair. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, that's cool of, of Chanel. Good stuff. Yeah, no, it was like a cool moment. And I love that for Sadie Sink. So she was probably like having fun. And then like her, she didn't get nominated for an Oscar. was like kind of devastating. But, and the whale wasn't nominated for Best Picture. So I don't even think. I know. Like where will Brendan sit, like sit? It's not tables. So, but like, does she even get to go? That's Maybe she'll be a presenter because she was in a movie where some, you know, like the yeah. movie isn't nominated though. So you're right, Brendan. I hope he gets a plus one. Why would he take her? Not her. Oh. I just, I'm saying so he doesn't have to sit alone. Of course he'll get a plus one. Yeah. No, he should get like plus three because he has like a wife and two kids. Three kids. Three kids. Plus four. Best animated film. Guillermo okay, del really Toro's care. Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Oh, Turning Red. Is that the movie Michaela likes about like the panda who gets her period? Yes. I just feel like if you don't have campers on the council, like how are you choosing the winner for this category? So true. This should be a parent like, only. I don't care what some elder thinks was the best thinks, animated film. I completely agree. Yeah. Or a parent. Completely. A parent can choose. Yeah. Because they've seen them over and over again as well. Yeah. Next, best director. Okay, who cares? Just get to the song. Best original song, Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Diane Warren, Hold My Hand from Top Gun, Lady Gaga, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Rihanna, Not To Not To from RRR, um, music by M.M. Kiravani. That's the song that keeps winning. I know. And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once, Ryan Lott. So I haven't heard that Not To Not To song that's winning everywhere, so like I can't say I can't speak to it but I feel so passionately that Lady Gaga's Hold My Hand is one of her like best songs I cannot stop listening to it she so deserves to win but I imagine that she won't yeah but she already has an Oscar right yeah but like it's still it doesn't matter no, like she should I not I know have like less right to lose to no, win no 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 no, no. but like if this was her O on the stop to EGOT and like she didn't win, that would be even more frustrating. But I'm just worried about EGOT for her. Like, I, I agree, she deserves to win. But at least we get a live performance of Hold My Hand. Oh, true. On the flip side of that coin, Taylor Rihanna. was snubbed for, for Carolina. And It was a good song. We don't get a performance. Why would they It was do a good that? song. No, it, it, I wouldn't have it be the winner, but it Me deserves neither. to be nominated. It's a very beautiful song and a perfect original song for that movie. I agree. It really captured the spirit of the movie. That's so interesting. But does that mean we're going to get a Rihanna performance? Yes. Like, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, she's going to have a busy month. Super Bowl. Right. Super Bowl. So true. That's like a pop-in category in terms of star power. Imagine if Taylor was in there too. Taylor, Rihanna, and Gaga. And not that it's about this, but why wouldn't the Academy like want Taylor to come to the show and perform and like make their ratings, show, make their little show? It's so true. Relevant. Maybe they thought they had enough star power with Rihanna and Gaga. I don't know. This feels like nasty. Nasty, totally. Just like nasty. Like someone had it out for her because she deserves to be nominated. Has she been nominated for an Oscar? Like Beautiful Ghost from Cats, which was oh, a terrible movie, gracious. but a beautiful song. Let me look. Taylor. You beautiful Swift. Ghost. Oh. It's actually like a really good song. And I wonder, I mean, I don't know if this is a thing, but like could All Too Well sh be nominated for a short film? Short film. I think we would know if it was. All Too Well. No. Uh, they're not making it easy to find, so no. Uh, let me just look. Short Live action short. I mean, it's not there. Yeah, and I don't even know if it would qualify, but I kind of assume that it would because she like entered it in film festivals and stuff. Yeah, it could. Taylor Swift's All Too Well isn't in the running for an Oscar, but she oh. could still win. This was before the nominations came out. Um, she could still win for Carolina. But then she didn't. It's an extent. Mm. The Sunday music video did not make the cut for live action short. That's despite mm. a high profile Oscars campaign that included a screening and Swift's appearance. So she tried sad yeah damn well right, those well. are the oscar noms that you need to know do we have a host do we have a host if we do we've definitely reported it but who would remember i feel like last year was that like 
Amy Schumer, like the trio of women. Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. It was actually very good. Oh, goodness. Who is it? Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. <gasps> oh, my. Enough with these talentless hacks. Like, I feel so strongly. Like, even the ones that I like. Like, I like Jimmy Fallon. But, like, the Jimmys and these just, like, straight white men who've had shows for 15 years. Like, they are not funny. Like, when you think of the talent, like, on the internet. Like, anyone have Like, be, now with the internet. Like, anyone being able to just, like have a platform and get their comedy out there. When you think about really the talent that's out there, we're still circle jerking the Jimmys and James. Like, come on. It's, I don't think, I don't want an internet talent for this, honestly. It takes a, No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I that's know not what, what I'm saying. Okay, but what I honestly would be fine at this point because I feel like hosting has just become like this big thing where it's like nobody wants to do it and also nobody's asked to do it. And then like when somebody does it who's new, they just kind of get picked apart unless they're like incredible, which is really impossible. Like, why can't we just have like someone who is like a textbook host, like, you know, Walter Cronkite, like just someone who's going to announce what's going on. Yeah. Either they need to do that or like knock it out of the park. Ricky Gervais every year. Yeah. Cause he's excellent. Ricky Gervais should always host. Or someone of that nature. That caliber and who's not afraid to insult everyone in the room. 100%. But the Oscars don't want that. Like, the Oscars are, they're not like the Golden Globes where it's a dinner and we're laughing and we're drinking. Like the Oscars yeah. are so serious. So like have a serious host. Like it, they don't need to make I us laugh. Know. Since when do we need to laugh? Just tell us what's that, going on. Last year with Amy Schumer, I, why can't I remember who else was in it? Amy Schumer. Was it Wanda? Regina Hall. And, and Wanda, yeah. They were actually hysterical. I didn't watch enough. I watched, I believe I watched the whole thing. I must have been bored. And it was good. I watched some of it because I remember like we were just a few minutes behind when the slap happened, but also Harry was oh, just born. The slap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, whoever like is hosting has to discuss that. Yeah. Also, uh, Will Smith like wasn't nominated for emancipation. I don't think. Anybody... Oh, I didn't even know he had a film out. Yeah. So they will be held on Sunday, March 12th. Oh, that's in a long time at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. Gorgeous. And they'll be on ABC. So we'll see you then. Gorgeous. We'll see you then. Are you ready that for our will. next story? Yeah. Shailene Woodley is speaking about her breakup from Aaron Rodgers, and she seemingly mm. refers to the breakup as the darkest, hardest time in her life. I mean, same. Devastating. Literally same. Same. Shailene Woodley found a creative outlet to work through a time when she was struggling in her personal life. The actress told Netta Porte that filming the upcoming Showtime series, Three Women, based on the 2019 book, provided challenging during one of the darkest periods of her life. She said, quote, it was hard to film because I was going through the darkest, hardest time in my life. It was winter in New York and my personal life was shit. So it felt like a big pain bubble for eight months. I was so grateful that at least I could go to work and cry and process my emotions through the character. The show was filmed between October 2021 and the following May. That February, people reported that Aaron and Shailene had just ended their engagement. They were then spotted together again, but then it was confirmed that they'd broken up again, as we remember. I totally forgot that they were together because like, I've honestly blocked out the trauma for me and the heartbreak. That was such a fabulous couple. Like, I was obsessed, even though like I'm not a Shailene Woodley girl. No. And I wasn't an Aaron Rodgers girl, but together, magic... It just, like, it made sense. I, I really thought they were, like, together forever. I miss them. I know. Now I'm just, like, being reminded. I'm glad she's opening up, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad she's, like, she experienced the relationship, like, as we did. as like, a really kind of important and serious relationship for her. Yeah. She also talked about, like, the relationship being kind of her first, like, famous relationship. She said, it honestly mm. never really hit me that millions of people around the world were actually watching these things and paid attention to them. Then I dated somebody in America who was very, very famous. It was the first time that I had a, quote, unquote, famous relationship. And I watched scrutiny, opinions, the desire for people to know my life and his life and our life. It just felt violating in a way that before it was fun. She said, I'm a very private person. And so I found that anytime I posted anything, I instantly felt like I was sharing too much of who I am with people I didn't necessarily trust. That's actually so true. I didn't even realize like how she hasn't had like any like famous boyfriends. Yeah. But Couldn't she, be me. She like, uh, risked it all for the love of Aaron. And you know what? It was good. They need to get back together. It's The world's not the same since they broke up. No, it's definitely not. But um, I wonder if, like, now she, she wants to, to continue to date famous people or not. No, like, definitely not. 
I know, but there's also like a shared experience. Like I do feel. It brings you close together. It brings you closer to a person. Like no one in the world knows what it's like to be like actually famous except other famous people. Yes. Yes. And I think because they were such different types of fame, I think that that worked. But I think it could yes. also be really isolating to just be like on this island with this person and feeling like you can't trust anyone. And then like, yeah. that's not really great either. Or there's like always like a competitive, like Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. Like there's a competitive element to it too. But like not when it's Aaron Rodgers and Shailene, which is why it was no, so no, good no. when it was good. No, I was just saying like celebrity relationships in general can have that too. Of course. Right. Like comparing how much you're working to how much the other person is working and how many followers they have and like just general comparisons. Yeah. And comparison is the thief of joy. Okay, Teddy Roosevelt. Thanks. Teddy. Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. Roe? Oh. Oh, Teddy Roe. Got it. <laughs> Anyways, Shailene, I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, Shailene, get back to work. Go make it work with Aaron. People are waiting. The show looks good, though. Yeah. Shailene, Shailene would you, would, loves a TV-based book. Book-based she television. She does. And she picks good projects. Like, she really does. Yeah, she's got a good picker. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Next story, a little music news. Panic at the Disco is breaking up as Brendan Urie confirms he's expecting his first baby. So oh. Brendan Urie put out a statement on the um, on his Instagram saying that the band is splitting up and confirming news that his wife is pregnant. He said, it's been a hell of a journey, but sometimes a journey must end for a new one to begin. He said, that said, I am bringing this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus on energy on my family. And with that, Panic at the Disco will be no more. Wait, that's kind of crazy because literally Panic at the Disco was on tour this year with Betty Who. Like, I actually wanted to see it. Like... So I feel like they were still actively working. They were doing like big stadiums. Like that's kind of weird. But I also was under the impression like Panic at the Disco was Brendan. Like he was like his stage name. Like I didn't know there were other people in the band. Oh yeah. It's definitely a band type thing. But I don't think it works without Brendan. Right. He's like Adam Levine. On the one hand, like I'm sad about this because I love Panic at the Disco. Like their songs are just straight bops fire. But on the Mm -hmm. other hand, like I don't really get to complain because I've never seen them in concert. I don't listen when they put out a new song. Like who am I to say that you need to work instead of be with your family? No, like the like I think of the most recent band breakup as like Rascal Flats, and it's like that was devastating because like we were out here streaming, buying tickets, like we were doing everything to support our favorite band, and it wasn't enough. It came it to like, a grinding that, halt. It was like all of our efforts weren't even noticed, and it, it didn't even matter. I mean, but like, same with, with at the disco. Little Mix, right? And it's like we went from four to three, and like I never let that change how I felt. I never even never. mentioned it. I never said anything. Never. And then like it was them who said. But two of them had babies and they said it was a break and I'm holding out hope. Like, why wouldn't they want to come back? No, and they are still on good terms. I don't think between the they three hang of them out all the time. Any, yeah, with like One Direction, them going on break. Like, there was so much underneath the surface between the guys. Like, so much that I feel like we still don't even know about. Do you feel like there was so right, much with, underneath the surface lyrics? Yes. And it feels like with Little Mix, like, there's a lot of harmony there. Like, there's no acrimony. Not the harmony and SAT word. SAT word. Um, so goodbye, Panic at the Disco. Yeah. I wonder if like Brendan Urie has enough money to like just retire. Because that's what he sounds like. Like I have kids now. Like I don't want to work anymore. Or like I have kids now. Not that he's never going to work again. But like he'll work on his schedule. Like doing, you know, his songs with Taylor. And a song yeah. here, a song there. But like to be responsible for a whole band when like you're on your own timeline is a lot of pressure, so maybe now pressure's yeah. off. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe there's more to the story. Yeah. Hmm. There's always more to the story. Ain't that the truth. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story. Oh, that's brought to you by like a new-ish sponsor that I'm obsessed with, Honey Love. Okay, so I have had Honey Love products for years, be long before they were a sponsor of the toast, because I got a targeted Facebook ad and like actually bought it and it changed my life. Because I, I love a control top underwear, I love shapewear, but I find like so many of them make me physically ill. They make me nauseous, my stomach hurts, and like they cut my night short because I want to look smooth and, and gorgeous, but I'm wearing like an actual rubber band around my waist. 
So we are finally this year stopping wearing uncomfortable shapewear. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. They have revolutionized compression technology so you no, no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wear, wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference and for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with the code TOAST at honeylove.com. You could show your support for the toast and check out honeylove.com using code TOAST. So... Their best-selling product is the Superpower Short. It is the, their go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want to support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It is designed to work with your body, not against it. And I actually wore the Superpower Short to film my special. I wore them all throughout the year on tour. I cannot endorse these products enough. I feel like there's not many things I'm an expert on, but I feel as though I could be an expert on shapewear comfortable shapewear like yeah sure you're you an expert something- on shapewear and you're an expert on comfort yeah like there's definitely shapewear out there that like really will could put you in the hospital like you take it off and you're like I cannot believe I wore that how was I breathing and honey love will make you look good and feel good I cannot express I cannot stress the importance of that if you're struggling to take off a tight piece of shapewear with a bathroom line out the door Say no more. The Superpower Short has 100% cotton, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom work. Um, there's no costume change required. They also have more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, leggings. Treat yourself to the best shape we're on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code TOAST. That's code TOAST at honeylove.com. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season thanks to Honey Love. Cinched, snatched, lifted cinched Mm. snatched Mm. lifted love that love that okay our next story is some celeb gossip news new relationship for pete davidson he is dating chase sui wonders and they can't keep their hands off of each other on vacation they are co-stars in the i don't know what it is show movie bodies 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 yeah and they've continued to spark romance rumors after they were spotted getting handsy while wading into the crystal clear hawaiian waters there's pictures of them like smooching on the lounge chair hugging in the ocean and it seems that these two are very much an item which is just cool crazy like how quickly he moves on like i i feel like at one point it was a joke but i also feel like earlier like he took appropriate breaks in between relationships you know what I mean but like to go from Kim which was a serious relationship because as she said like she's a serious girl he had like five and she had kids he has five tattoos of her he got a branding because he said like this shit's forever to break up from that relationship and then just be like dating Emrata and then to break up with Emrata now just to be weeks later dating someone else like honestly I don't think he was ever dating Emrata what do you think that was I feel like, honestly, that was, like, kind of, like, a, a move on Emrata's part to, like, be spotted out, be relevant, like, stunt on her ex-man. I don't think these two were ever... And, like, Pete was happy to go along with it, like, because he's a good guy. Like, I honestly, I... They were spotted at the Nick game in a car and in some dingy building. Like, I don't know. So you think it was, like, fake or just, like, friends? I think it was, like, a desperate move on Emrata's part. But why would she say do that with him? Because that's like what people care about. Like you want to be spotted and like make a make a statement to your ex who cheated on you. Like you go out with Pete Davidson. Like, you know, Let's, people are obsessed. Not, no, if I'm at Rada and I want to stunt on my ex, like I'm going out with Brad Pitt. All right, it's not so easy. It is like for her. So I just want to say like I officially don't care about Pete Davidson. Like I feel like there were a few of his relationships that like I got personally invested in. Like Ariana, Kim, of course. I kind of love the Kate Beckinsale moment. Like I, I can't give any more of my heart to this man I don't care and actually like it's it's kind of tacky you know I'm gonna start talking about him the way like we would talk about a woman yeah who's the doing way this. you know what it's like it's gross women behave this way like yeah the things that people would say but I also find it so weird that like girls still want to be a part of this do you know what I mean like I know like I would you know if he were to ask me out which like he really is doing every single day like I'd be like no Pete it's weird that like you need to process your relationships like and be single for a second. Be on your so own. So true. Like, how are you just going to jump into something with me when, like, how are you not still thinking about Kim? Yeah, no, I think this whole thing is weird. Like, I like this has been ever since Ari, like, BDE, Pete Davidson's hot. Like, this whole journey, I am now on the the bottom end of the 
hyperbole is that the right word no parrot like bell curve the curve you know yeah but what's the word it sounds like hyper hyperbole the okay whatever i'm at the end of it and i'm annoyed and i'm like you know what stop like for real be stop yeah like i'm kind of over peed i said it were you really so under him no yeah but like I was playing along with everyone, like ah, oh, Pete, Kim, Ariella. I was playing along. I'm done playing along. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Play. I shall no longer. Are you ready for some? Our fifth and final news is more happy couple news. It's the fifth and final story. I haven't done one of these in a while. Hit on Claude. It's the fine. What is it? What is it? Remix. What is it? It's the final story. Do 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 do. It's the final story. Pete, I shall play with your hyperbole no longer. I want my dinner now. Damn, I want my lunch now. You know what? Me too. What are you going to have for lunch? Great question. I don't have anything lined up, but I think I should invest in a lunch plan. Yeah, I'm going to head down to that new... They, you, have you... I've been have there. Have you been to the new cafe? I have been. Oh, it's a gorgeous new cafe. I know. I kind of want like a Claudia lunch, like a bowl with like... Um, Chicken and rice. Rice, salmon, veggies, a bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go down to the market table. Damn, I'm jealous. I love a bowl, a hot bowl. A hot market bowl. Yeah. Our fifth and final story is some happy couple news. Rumored romance for a while, but now it is confirmed that Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are together. Larsa is making the romance Instagram official. She posted a photo with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus, on her grid yesterday and said, checks over stripes at Trophy Room Store. A lot to break down here. Okay, is this really a confirmation, though? Because they have had a friendship for a while. They were photographed leaving many restaurants together. No. And they've maintained that it's friendship. Yes. But earlier this month, there's pictures of them kissing outside a hotel in South oh. Beach. Oh, 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 oh. And I, she's never, like, posted. I guess it could. No. I don't think that it is. No, they kissed. They kissed. They kissed outside a hotel. And there's paparazzi okay, pictures. Great. Now, tell me the age difference so I can judge accordingly. Okay. Marcus, uh, she's 48 and he is 32. Okay, while it is a significant jump, I do think a 32-year-old is capable of making their own decisions. So I'm not going to, I will, I won't be judgmental. Yes. It's okay. But the shade here is this caption, checks over stripes, because apparently checks is like Nike. And so like the Air Jordan is part of Nike, the check family, stripes Uh being Adidas, and Scotty Pippen is like an Adidas guy. I don't know. I feel like... Larsa like is not bitter about the Scotty thing. That's what like, I've I, never. No, no, but that's what I thought too, and that's why this is surprising because this is kind of like a shady caption to her ex. But maybe it has nothing to do with like when I think of Adidas, I don't think of Scotty Pippen. Yeah, wait, I don't know where I got that that he has anything to do. Maybe she's just supporting Nike and right, Jordan. That's what she's saying. Hold or maybe that's like a song lyric. Or maybe it's like, hold on, let me search Scotty Pippen Adidas. Maybe he has like a... This is like so far out of my realm of like knowledge. Okay, no. It's like... Sports athletic wear. Nothing important is coming up. So it's not a swipe at Scotty. Because I was going to say that's shocking too. She always speaks about Scotty with such reverence. How they're friends. Like they didn't even need to bother getting divorced. I don't even think... But she says they just like split everything and like walked away. I just want to say for me, the most shocking part of this conversation is that Larsa Pippen is 48 years old. She looks incredible. Yeah, she does. I think this is a really cute relationship. She kept saying on the show that she doesn't want to date another athlete. And even though Marcus like played college basketball, now he owns like a high-end sneaker store. So I don't think this qualifies as an athlete, but I think she's still like sports adjacent, which is what she likes. Yeah, no, agreed. I don't think this counts as an athlete. It's like the family member of an athlete. It is just weird because I feel like Scottie Pippen. His nemesis was Michael Jordan. Right. They were like the same era of basketball. So now like Scottie Pippen's wife is dating his nemesis's son. Like Honestly, good for her. Men do that all the time. A hundred percent. You're so right. You're so right. And if it was a 48-year-old man and a 32-year-old woman, I wouldn't even think about the age. Me neither. No, you're right. But also, women are just more mature than men. So it brings it a little closer. Like a 32-year-old woman is like a 38-year-old woman, you know? Yes. 
when you think about maturity to men. Yes. No, you're so right. Not me being biased. Again. It happens. But I'm really, you know, I love Larsa and I just want love for her. And I'm glad she feels like good enough in her relationship to share mm-hmm. it with us. Hopefully she'll share it on the show. Yes. What more could you ask for? Okay, that's cute. You know what? Now that we've talked it through, I feel good about it. Yeah. And I feel like Lars is very right. particular, you know? Like, I yes. feel like if she was your yes. friend and you set her up on a blind date, like, she would hate everyone. Agreed. And, like, she doesn't just bring a lot of people around her kids. Like, she she's very particular about that. Yeah, and I think she's just very protective because she's lived, like, a very big life. Yeah. And she's not just, like, someone who has, like, people around. So... No, and it's probably nice to be with someone who understands a life that big, arguably a bigger life yeah, like Jordan. Yeah, I think there's a lot of common ground. Yeah, so it's nice. It's nice. Okay, I'm glad that she wasn't taking a swipe at Scotty. No, at Scotty. No, I knew it didn't sound right. Very cool. She's just supporting checks now because she's part of the Jordan family. And honestly, I would not be surprised if Checks Over Stripes is like a popular song lyric right now from like a rap song. I don't I don't keep up with like rap lyrics. I'm not I'm a Taylor Swift encyclopedia and that's it. But I feel like people are always using like new Drake songs as like their captions. Yeah, that's true. Just an idea. I feel like the article might have said that. Instead, they explained explicitly how it was anti-Adidas. Oh, the article was just trying to start stuff. Yeah, it, it, it got me. I fell for it. Well, that's our show. And it might be our first show in... A year that's been under an hour, which is crazy. Yeah. No, the episodes are so long. It's so crazy. There's been a few that are like 58 minutes. I was looking recently and it was like uh, last week we had like some 50 in the 50s. But before that, not since November. Like, can we ever no, shut I up? Know. No, we, we don't even don't do TV recap. What are we no, talking about? Ourselves, which is why our episodes have been so good. And we're unburdening ourselves ourselves um so that is our show thank you guys so much for listening and what's so exciting is that by the next time you hear our voices it'll be the middle of the week like we'll be almost done so just keep that in mind keep your head up today okay thank wow, you so much look for at this to the positive toast. motivational speaker thank you so much for listening to the toast the millennial morning show where we deliver the past five stories that you need to know every monday through friday on youtube so if you're watching this on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up we're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us at Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Tuesday, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Love you. Bye. Ya. Bye.